Welcome, welcome, welcome. Looks like we are live. Today, we will be talking about love and relationships. I think I have about 13 terms for you, about 20 sentences you can practice shadowing with. So let's get started. But before we do that, I do need to mention a couple special channel members. They left uh, some super chats for me. So here we go. Let's see. First, Amina. Thank you. She left a super chat on this lesson last night before we uh, we got started. So thank you so much, Amina. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, Amina has been so generous over the last uh, couple years, about two years. Uh, the channel has been going. It'll be two years next month. So I also need to say thank you to Yawin. Thank you so much for the super chat. Got a little something here for you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. So it does, it does mean a lot. It really helps out the channel. So thank you so much for that. You know, it also helps out the channel. It's hitting that thumbs up. So if you could do that for me, that would be amazing. Welcome to everyone watching live. It's not a common time that I go. So I have a feeling the audience will be a little smaller. But hello to everybody watching live. And then hello to anybody watching on replay. Hey, you know who's here, though? Talk Italian with Aroni. Bon Natale, amico mio. Audie's here. Yulia is here. Welcome, welcome. Russia is in the house. How are you, Freddie Wolf? France is in the house. France is in the house. Hey, um, Freddie's wondering how am I doing after the feasts? Yeah, I have been indulging. <laughs> I thought of this word yesterday and thought maybe I should do a short lesson on indulging but uh yeah i've been eating quite a bit i've been relaxing i think that's what vacations are all about right you know so i've been indulging i've been probably eating a little bit too much but uh i do need to maybe start working out looks like is jamie here jamie might be oh yeah jamie my wife is here she is also on vacation so it's been great just hang that's all we did yesterday was we hung out on the couch that's it all day probably watching tv all right well it's a little bit later than i i thought in japan 11 p.m well thanks for joining and yeah when again got a little cough button there the allergies are playing around with me yeah when thank you so much again for that super chat it means a lot thank you let's get into the lesson like I said, we have uh, 30, no, 13 different vocabulary words for you and about 20 sentences that you can practice. So I think we might be here about 30 minutes or so. So let's do it. This is all about relationships. So in English, when we say relationships, that could be just like a mother 
and a son, could be a brother and a sister. We will get to some of those terms later. But if you say somebody is in a relationship, they are in a relationship. That means more about like love. They might be dating. We'll talk about dating in just a minute. But as you can see in that slide right there, those two people, they look like they are in a relationship. So relationships, we'll talk about related in a minute too, but a relationship might mean that they have something to do with love, or it could be that they are related. We'll talk about related by marriage. We'll talk about related by blood in a little bit. Now, this next sentence here. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Here, clearly, they are a couple. I think we'll talk about that term. The first term is always the hardest because I'm using so many terms we will talk about later in the lesson. But that sentence right down there, if you want to practice shadowing, I will uh, say it hopefully very clearly and very slowly for you. They have been in a relationship since last summer. So you might say that they're dating. They're dating. So those two terms can be used in pretty much the same way. They are in a relationship or they are dating. So that dating is what a couple might do before they get married. How about this, though? Going back to relationship. She doesn't have a good relationship with her brother. Now, that's another way to say they don't get along very well. So maybe they are, uh, they've become quite distant. They're not exactly close anymore. Say hello. Oh, yeah. Manual. We know where. Manuel lives, I believe in Spain, right? Very beautiful, beautiful island, I think. Um, so Abuba is wondering, does a relation, does a person get relations with an object? I mean, I suppose so. But if you're talking, they are in a relationship or he is in a relationship with his car, no, I wouldn't say so. No, I wouldn't say so. No, we're mostly in this lesson, at least we're talking about just people, but I don't think objects would be involved either. Oscar, how are you? Yeah, we're here on a, a Sunday. Kind of strange, huh? The next one, dating. Dating. Again, this is something... An older term in English for dating would be courting. But if you ever see courting, it's not used that much in the United States anymore. 
you might hear uh, 50 years ago or 100 years ago, he is courting her. It means he's trying to marry her. Right now, we talk more about dating. And you can actually go on a date. A lot of these words can be nouns or they can be verbs. A couple. That's another one. A couple. Now, sometimes we use it not in dating. So a couple of idiots just ran a red light. There's nothing to do with love or relationships there. This is talking about traffic and a car. You know, there's a green light. Green means go. Red means stop. If a car doesn't stop, they have run a red light. So if you hear a couple of something, that's different. But if you hear they are a couple, means they are romantic. They are in love. Let's practice shadowing that sentence again. A couple of idiots just ran a red light. So hopefully you know what running a red light is. Idiot is not a, not a very nice person. Dumb. A dumb person. But we could have something like they are related by marriage. They are related by marriage. Let's say there are two people and maybe they have uh, uh, one person has a father and the other person has a mother. So we're talking about two different people with a mother and a father. Now, if those two people get married, the two kids, they could be related by marriage. They might be stepbrother and stepsister. And related by blood is a little different. Those are brothers and sisters. They are related by blood. Mothers and sons, mothers and daughters, that kind of relationship that would be related by blood. So they share some sort of DNA. I have another sentence there for you. Rebecca and Sandra are related by marriage. So maybe they have a sister who married another guy. And so they might be sister-in-laws. I'm not getting into the actual names of relatives in this. A little bit more focus on the love. But I do believe there will be a part two for love and relationship here. So many terms. So many terms. So remember, a couple, they are two people who are dating. They are a couple. They are possibly in love. The next one you probably know, that is marriage. That's when things get real. So that is when a couple decides to take the plunge. You might hear that term when two people decide to get married. They have decided to take the plunge and get married. So in that picture, you will see there are two rings. Rings are often symbolic of marriage. 
I think many cultures use rings to symbolize two people being married. I actually have uh, my wedding ring on right now. I never take it off. That symbolizes that I am married to Jamie. I believe she is in the chat somewhere. And that piece of paper on that picture is called a marriage certificate. A marriage certificate. When you get married, you have to go down to the courthouse in the United States and you have to fill out some papers to show the government that you are married. And then they can charge you different types of taxes because you are married. Here's another sentence that you might want to practice shadowing with. They are going to get married in June of next year. So currently, we are in 2021, the year 2021. So when you want to talk about June of 2022, June is a good month to get married. And also because the weather is usually pretty good. January, not a lot of people in the United States get married in January or February or March. Jamie and I decided to get married in May, which is a nice, nice month. But if somebody was going to get married next year and you want to talk about the month, you could say it like that sentence below. They are going to get married in June of next year. That lets people know that it is June 2022. Let's check. Oh, thank you. I like this method for learning the new language. Yeah, it's it's difficult to try to narrow down the terms when talking about love and relationships. There are so many terms. I wanted to keep it to about 13, but I promise there will be more parts to this lesson. Maybe next month we'll do a part two and we can talk about I think I might have cousins here, but we got siblings coming up later. But there are so many different. Yeah. Could they be a couple then? Yes. These two people, they're probably a couple. And you can see they're making a heart with their hands. I would think uh, those two people right there are a couple. Now, a couple, it can be a man and a woman. It can be two women. It could be two men. It could be two people who don't have a gender. I think in a minute, we'll be talking about non-binary with an article I have. Uh, Hello, Teacher Brent. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a fascinating lesson and an exotic vocabulary word. Oh, thanks a bunch. Hey, happy to help. And it's also difficult to figure out Are these terms too easy or are they too difficult? Yeah. Hey, hope everything is going well in Germany, Mariposa. All right. And Jamie here, another expert on English and relationships. She says to Fabio, we sometimes do say they are an item. It's referring to two people being a couple. Yeah. You might hear that. Oh, yeah, they're an item now. It means that they are, they're dating. Yeah, a couple is dating. If you hear a, yeah, they're, they're an item. 
they're an item a long time ago so if you're watching older movies or reading older books you might hear they are going steady but we don't use that term anymore they're going steady that would be another term for dating but it's actually outdated it's it's no longer used maz maz is here good to see you here maz lives in australia but i don't know maybe he's in uh back in iran um i know he lives in both places so welcome let's see what's the next term here ride so the next two terms they go together so if a woman is getting married we might call her a bride a bride i think i might have uh a couple sentences here using oh yeah here we go want to practice shadowing here this is maybe for a woman who has not yet been married she is going to make a beautiful bride so maybe a couple people are talking maybe some women maybe her mother is talking like, oh I can't wait until her wedding day. She is going to make a beautiful bride. It means she's going to look very lovely on her wedding day. The next one here is groom. Groom. I'm hoping that's a new term because they're related to two other terms in English. If you look at the sentence below, after the wedding... The groom becomes a husband and a bride becomes a wife. Yeah. Let's see here. You know, I'm looking. There should be a comma there. I missed a comma. Okay. I feel better now. There's a comma there. That That is grammatically correct now. After the wedding, the groom becomes a husband and a bride becomes a wife, all right? Groom, bride, on their wedding day, excuse me, after the ceremony is over, we might say a wedding ceremony. You might hear that term, wedding ceremony. After the ceremony, the bride is now a wife, and the groom is a husband. It's pretty much only on their wedding day you will hear those terms, or maybe before they get married. Engagement. Engagement. So the next two are also related. Proposal and engagement. These might be new words for you. They can also be verbs too. We could change engagement to engaged. Here's a sample sentence. She is engaged. Another typo. This is this is unprofessional here. What the heck? This is better. This is better. She is engaged to him. When we talk about engagement or we talk about engaged, that is when, let's see, where is it? That is when a couple, they no longer are dating. They have made a promise to each other to get married. 
So there's a time between dating and marriage, and we call that being engaged, an engagement period. You can see the tradition right here would be for the man to get down on one knee and present the woman with a ring. Now, when uh, Jamie and I got married, I did not get down on one knee. And 2021, almost 2022, in the United States, it has been legal for a long time that it does not have to be just a man marrying a woman. That is the traditional way, but it's not the only way. This picture I have is of a man proposing to a woman, but so I think of the next one now, but um, it's possible the woman could propose to the man or a woman could propose to a woman totally legal in the United States. Let's take a look at uh, some comments. Yeah, Jamie is not on camera, but she is also a teacher. So let's read her comment. Sometimes a man will call his wife his bride as a term of endearment. Example, my bride cooked a wonderful meal tonight. That's very possible. Even though the couple has been married for many years, certainly an older man might call his wife his bride. Just, you know, never to forget that they are married. Ooh, Freddie Wolf. He, uh... Hang on. Let me take a drink here. All right. So Jamie and I were talking and we will probably have spouse in the next lesson. But yeah, spouse, that is a great way. It takes the gender out of the terms, bride, groom, husband, wife, a spouse, it can be any gender, and it just means that somebody is married to another person. So I could definitely call Jamie my spouse. When you're filling out important paperwork, you might see like spouse, yes or no, check yes or no if you have a spouse. So because spouse was mentioned, I'm going to fast forward through this. Uh, there aren't that many terms left, but this term here too, sibling, okay? Sibling. Since Freddie Wolf mentions spouse, spouse takes the gender out of husband and wife. Sibling takes the gender out of brother and sister. So if like I have one brother and one sister, but I can say that I have two siblings. It takes the gender out of brother and sister. Yeah, and as um, Jamie said, Brent is my spouse. I am his spouse. Yeah. yeah. Legal. Yeah, it, it's you can, as long as they are of a certain age, and in the United States that it's 18, you can marry whoever you would like. Now, we do not have 
it is not legal to marry more than one person at the same time. Maybe we can save that for another lesson on love and marriage, but polygamy, very big word. I don't have that written anywhere, but polygamy is the term for having more than one wife or more than one husband. And uh, that is illegal in the United States. So we covered sibling here. Let's see. How about this one? Going back to engagement. Their engagement lasted six months. So there is a period between dating and marriage that we call engagement. Their engagement lasted six months. That could be pretty typical in the United States. I think the average time of engagement would be about six months to a year. The next one, proposal. These two terms are very much related. We can also change this to proposed to make it a verb. He proposed to her back in their hometown. So when I wrote this example sentence, I thought of two people maybe living in a town for college, but the guy wanted to make it special Maybe that when they went back home on vacation or a break from college, he decided to propose to her back in their hometown. If you want to practice shadowing that sentence, maybe you're watching on replay, or if you're watching live, you can simply pause the video. He proposed to her back in their hometown. So if you're listening to the podcast. Hey, please leave a rating for the podcast. It really helps other people, other people find the podcast. Of course, if you, if you haven't subscribed yet, come on, what are you waiting for? Don't forget, subscribe, subscribe. You can also become a member if you like. We're always chatting on the Discord server there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The next one, fiance, fiance, this can be pretty difficult or it can be pretty easy. What I want to do is make this as easy as possible for you. So I have an article that I found. There are two different spellings for fiance but we pretty much only use one of them now. And we'll get to that in a minute. But a fiance is what you call another person if you are engaged to them, but you are not yet married. And here you can see this woman is proposing to the man. It happens. 
it's not tradition, but you know, some traditions are made to be broken. So fiance, I spelled it with two E's there. You will also see it spelled with one E. The good news is they're pronounced the same way. Fiance, fiance. And let's take a look at this article here, though. If you are ever confused about which one you should use, I've highlighted this right there. So especially given the increased social awareness of non-binary gender issues, when you see non-binary, that means there are some people who don't identify as a man or as a woman, or sometimes they identify as a man, sometimes they identify as a woman. You might also hear gender fluid. Because in English, we are trying to get away from words that have gender. Instead of a policeman, we say uh, an officer or a police officer or a police person. So trying to take the um, waiter, how about somebody who brings you your food, waiter, that waitress, male and female gender, you might hear server. The same is with fiance. I think the most common spelling now would be with one E, but if you want to put another E on there, that's fine too. And uh, you can see right here that it feels a bit old-fashioned and out of date if you have any difference between fiancé and fiancé. Same pronunciation. You can just use this one right here, fiancé, if you would like, for both a man and a woman. So I didn't want anybody to be confused when they were looking up this word. The two E's is fine. It usually refers to a woman, but it's not a big deal if you add the extra E and it only matters if you're writing it, right? So fiance, that is what you call a person who has been engaged to marry another person. Fiance. She is his fiance. She is his fiance. Let's check the uh, chat just to make sure there are no questions. Ah, so <laughs> lackadaisical. I'll pronounce that word here in a minute. So Manuel says he has never had any siblings. So we would call Manuel an only child. So that is what we call a person who has no siblings, an only child. And you know what? Manuel knew that because he wrote it there. He wrote it there. Shacham, how are you? Welcome. Ah, Italian with songs is here. Always love reading your comments. Italian with songs. Laxadaisical, easygoing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with love and relationships, but uh, I wanted to pronounce that laxadaisical. It is a fun word to say. Laxadaisical. 
lackadaisical. Whoa, does it? Harone. Fiance and Beyonce, they do rhyme. Interesting. Ah, shakam. Right. So if you are going to ask someone to marry you, you could say they are going to pop the question. Thank you. Ooh, a little bonus one right there. That's why I always need to check the comments. There are some very good English learners in here. Experts, I would say. And I love doing the live lessons so I can check to see what people are saying. Fiance. It does sound French, right? So many of our words in English do come from the French. You know, the French, they invaded England, I think, back in 1066. So, so much of the English language has been influenced by the French. Nicely done. Lackadaisical. Oh, no. Yeah, that could have been. Uh, Mary Posa saying, due to the problems with my knee and my ankle, I couldn't kneel down, I guess. Well, I could kneel down. I just didn't want to be too traditional, but I don't know. And it is tradition also in the United States to ask the father of the bride permission to marry his daughter. That's the, that's the tradition. But there are also some people that say, hey, a woman doesn't need to get the permission of a man to do anything. So there's a difference between what is traditional and, you know, what is more modern. So you do you, I guess they say. Hey, Meg is here. How are you? Hope all is well is going going in i hope all is well in india it's going well for you happy birthday to your little niece but she may be two years old now two or three i know she's young i know she's young all right plus one for kwanzaa yeah i think um i might do a lesson on kwanzaa um so many people talk about christmas and i did a poll it seemed like it was about 50 50 People who watch this channel celebrate Christmas, about 50% do not. So I thought, let's do Kwanzaa, where I think about 20 million Americans do celebrate Kwanzaa, and that might be a holiday you're not familiar with. So plus one. Thank you. Thank you. I do have a poll up on my Instagram, which there's probably a link um, in the description, if you would like to follow me on Instagram. Oh, her first birthday. Well, happy birthday to your niece. All right. Now we have something called relative. And this can get a little tricky. I didn't want to get too much into uncle, aunt, great grandfather, but you could have relatives. I have mentioned this in this lesson already. You could have a relative by marriage, or you could have a relative by blood. You will actually hear that. So if two people share the same DNA, like a father and a son, a brother and a sister, a mother 
and a son, mother and a daughter, you will hear they are related by blood. They're related by blood. Or they might be related by marriage. That's when you have sister-in-laws, brothers. The the plural is actually brothers-in-law, sisters-in-law, a mother-in-law. We will get to that probably in another lesson. But I did want you to know the term relative, which is a noun, but I have a sentence, but we could talk about related. They are related. You'll hear that as well. And that is a verb. So check out this sentence. They are not related by blood. They are related by marriage. They are not related by blood. They are related by marriage. The next one is the distant relative. Distant relative. So these are people that are not exactly in your family that you see often. You might hear terms like second or third cousin. Those are people that are not related to you in a close way. Maybe you've never met them, but somewhere down the line, you are slightly related by blood. Maybe you share a little DNA, distant relative. You might hear that distant relative. When you go to a family reunion, there are so many terms that I could have put in this lesson. Distant relative. These are not brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts. They might be second cousins. They might be great uncles. Those are some terms we use for distant relatives. And there is that verb, related. They are related. You might hear, they are distant cousins. Yes, they are related, but they don't share a lot of DNA. And we already talked about siblings. So here are a couple sentences that I hope will help with some terms we use for relatives. But in part two, we will go into more detail. But your cousin is a child of an uncle or an aunt. Your cousin is a child of an uncle or an aunt. These are relatives. Well, you may ask, what's an aunt? Maybe you know this already, but your aunt is your mother or your father's sister. And in English, we will usually take the first name and add uncle or aunt to it. For example, I do have some nieces and nephews And they might call me Uncle Brent. Since my first name is Brent, they might call me Uncle Brent and Aunt Jamie. Aunt Jamie. Certain parts of the U.S., you will hear the pronunciation ant. Just like the animal, ant. Uncle. Your uncle is your mother or your father's brother. 
Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. And a sibling can be either a brother or a sister. Sibling can be either a brother or a sister. Sometimes you will hear a different pronunciation for one of those words. A sibling can be either a brother or a sister. A sibling can be either a brother or a sister. Brian, Uncle Brent, I have a distant relative in Columbia. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, Freddie, I don't think so. Yeah, and Jamie says the same thing. I have not heard that. Do uncle-in-law and aunt-in-law exist? No, even saying that, it doesn't, no, I don't think we would use that. I think people might understand. Like maybe if you were really, really close to a person who could be your uncle-in-law, but we mostly use brother-in-law, sister-in-law, mother-in-law, father-in-law. Those are definitely the uh the most common all right i wanted to keep this lesson to 30 minutes to 45 minutes and we are at 45 uh, we at 40 minutes right now so i want to thank you all for joining i hope you learned a little lesson uh maybe you need to watch this again or check it out on the podcast in a few hours there will be some subtitles here so that might help out. And I think I'm going to add chapters to this lesson. So if you want to fast forward to what sibling is or what proposal is, you will be able to do that. So thank you all for joining and I'll see you real soon, maybe with a lesson on a Kwanzaa in a couple of days. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Adios.